The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. Uh, first, it is our riddle inside of Enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin. Jay. Hey. <laughs> Look, Jay can't get a moment. Jay can't Sorry. thank you. There yeah. it is. Let Jay have his moment. Let, uh, get the drummer some. Get the drummer some. <laughs> Somebody clicked it. I clicked it at the same time. <laughs> Sorry. It it's okay. It's okay. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar. The strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. God damn it. <laughs> See? God damn it. I did that on Get purpose. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bam! There he is. It's me. It's me. It's me. Moses Magnum. <laughs> that was terrible. Sorry. <laughs> I'm using a weird dreamy lens. I look, I see you. I'm like you're you're in the the friggin' the ethereal, ethereal plane. Yeah. <laughs> ethereal. Yeah, the ethereal. That's that's it. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> look, it's almost ethereal. <laughs> the ethereal. He's in an ethanol plane. Yeah. <laughs> right next like to it, it, right next to Fred Mertz. Ethereal is Fred Mertz. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today because we are going to be talking to you all about the Canker Collection. So we're talking about Canker today. We're going to be talking to you all about Sonic the Hedgehog, the latest issue, number 63. And we're going to be talking to you all. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the latest issue? Uh, the next issue came out today. Oh, confound it all. Wait a minute. I've been sold a bill uh, a friggin' False bill of goods. I can't believe it. Damn it. You know what? Show's over. Sorry, folks. <laughs> we'll try again next week. Good night. No, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So, we're talking about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number 63, the issue before last. <laughs> the issue before the latest issue. Because, you know, we're, I guess we're trying to not spoil it for you. Yeah, that's the ticket. And then uh, we're going to be talking to you, of course, about whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll let you know how it is you can do that in just a moment. But before we do, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well. Good, sir. Um, Yeah. Did he ever make it out of Burning Man? Scott, Scott Rubin was not at Burning Man. So... The answer is yes. <laughs> he made Scott, it out a couple Scott, of years ago. Is that what <laughs> yes, he made it out. Yes. Like Scott Rubin had a family 
and now he doesn't go to Burning Man until as soon as he stopped going, people started dying and shit, right? Like, hey man, listen, I'm just saying. It's I like, think he, he was like uh, he, he was like Saddam Hussein up over there. Like he kept those people in line. <laughs> Look, I believe you're not the first person that's compared Scott Rubin to Saddam Hussein. <laughs> he he's the one that kept the trains running over there at Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> they done toppled they done toppled his regime and now Burning Man's in the bud. Now it's Burning <laughs> ISIS. <laughs> so yeah, man. I, I it's uh it's interesting because I did ask him about it. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's just a, a, a kid thing. It's like, because apparently uh, the missus yeah. used to go, too. He asked him, hey, Scott, what, what's up with the Burning Man? You, you didn't do it? He's like, <laughs> he's laughing at him. Because <laughs> that sounds like Scott Rubin's laugh. I agree. He laughs just like that most times. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado. We're going to have the intern tell you how it is that you can get down with Fantastic Forum. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. I agree. I agree. You know you want to. So, uh, say what now? That's what Harvey Weinstein said. Oh, jeez. And Bill Cosby. Okay. Oh, no. That's not where we're trying to go at all. I miss Oz. <laughs> what, what is that? Like, speaking of rapists? Is that what that's about? <laughs> I don't even understand. Like, where? what's so weird? Jeez, <laughs> all the... Speaking of, of now... people of ill repute, I miss Oz. <laughs> I'm, under a lot of, I'm under a lot of pressure to uh to say cringy stuff since Oz isn't here. <laughs> well, hey, mission accomplished, man. It's working. Like yeah, I didn't I mean, even realize we're, we're only six minutes in. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, if you think this is cringe. Wait till we get it's to like, the seven inch, I mean minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So um, but yeah. Do what the intern says. Go to fantasticforum.live. Uh, jump into. Uh, you can either go to uh, hit the call in button, become the fourth member, coveted fourth spot of Fantastic Forum, or you can uh, put your comments into chat where we'll take them out of the chat room and bring them into the show, such as uh, insert witty chat comment here for me, Jay, please. Well, Tiger Claw says, so you guys are reviewing a Sonic comic, and from IDW, when are you guys going to review the IDW TMNT comics? Mmm, mmm. Tiger, Tiger Honestly, Claw has spoken. I, yeah, I haven't been able to keep up with them, unfortunately. Tiger Claw's like, your clear Sonic bias is showing. <laughs> I do like Sonic more than the Turtles. Oh, oh, how dare you, sir? It's like Sonic didn't carry you through your childhood. Hey, but it carried him through adulthood, man. You read 63. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe you're talking about uh, issue 69, Moses. That's coming later. I'm helping you. I'm yeah. helping you. No. <laughs> Don't feel the pressure, Larry. Don't feel the pressure. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
But yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, there's a lot of volumes to get through, and yeah, you know, it's all a time and money thing. Are are but you we'll actually Tiger Claw? We will get there. Indeed. And you know, we've reviewed some TMNT stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, we could review more. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, you know, we did. Uh, you know, there's a video of. Uh... Oh wait, no, that didn't happen. It was oh, the video of us playing the game. Yeah, there's not that, but uh, there's one. Uh, like, <laughs> but we did play it, and we talked about it. Yeah, and then uh, then we did a, uh, you know, we did a uh, was it the last, last road? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the beginning. Be interesting. Yeah, to we listen. We've done turtle content. I'm not, like, I don't think anybody can say that we don't like. I, honestly, just even just now when Jay was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm a bigger fan of Sonic than Ninja Turtles." I, I was just about to ask him. I'm like, "Is that true? Like, is are you a bigger?" Sonic fan, the Ninja Turtles fan? I think so. Oh, wow, that's so weird. I, I, I do love the Turtles. Um, I think I might be a little more Sonic. Wow. Like, because I know you're a big Ninja Turtles fan. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just shocked to hear you say you're a bigger Sonic fan. And don't get me wrong, like, I understand that. Like, I know I'm not necessarily that big of a Sonic fan. And because of that, it's not something that we talk about that often. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know that we both have good memories of like, literally like sitting in the room playing together, the, you know, playing Sonic, like, you know, literally like, you know, passing passing the controller around and playing Sonic, but. Right. Yeah, and playing but, tables. Uh, yeah, we did a little bit of that too. I don't think I don't. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm good for the co-op. You know what was a good Sega Genesis game too was that Lion King game. Yeah, it was. I don't uh, think Tire Clown Chat says uh, lots of stuff happened in the comics since the recent event, which was the Armageddon game, ended a couple issues ago. Yeah, well, look, I, you know, I agree with Tire Clown. We should do an IDW spotlight. You know. <laughs> Like, of course I, you agree. Yeah. Of course you agree, Moses. Yeah. Oh, look, Jay does too. Look, oh, of course you do. Uh, Endless Summer, a Ninja Turtles one, which is based on the cartoon. Right. That I was just um, gonna bring that up. Yeah, their Endless Summer joints are been pretty good. Like I only read two of them, but out of four, that's like half. So what we'll do, we'll each pick a property at IDW and review it, the four of us. I got Beast Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll pick something. I don't know what yet. <laughs> Listen, Beast Beast Wars, like that was like the last that's the 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 end uh was that the last comic they did the last transformers comic I, I, the last transformers thing they did yeah um yeah. but it was good because it was a a reimagining of that first like first six seven episodes of the cartoon that's pretty cool this and the art in it is really good it's kind of like what you did like kind of how we're talking about the um void rivals and how like daniel warren is doing transformers art like it's kind of like that type of art for Beast Wars, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's pretty good. I forget who does the art. Okay, no, look, I'm I'm down for that. Oh yeah, there was a TMNT Stranger Things crossover too. We got to do that. 
Wonder what's I didn't happen. want to do it yet. Uh, you want to wait for Halloween? No, I gotta finish Stranger Things. I don't want any spoilers. Oh yeah. <laughs> there it is. So they should do okay. it. They should do it on a show, the crossover. Like have them go to New York and deal with the movie, <laughs> the, movie the turtles from the first movie. Yeah. Cause they like they could have had adventures before that movie, technically, right? Listen, I I will tell you. I think we did talk about the Batman Ninja Turtle. Yeah, we talked about that too, and the comics. I'm I'm not like I don't like I'm like don't get me wrong. If we do it for the show, I'll mess with it, no question. But ever since I saw that crossover, I've been trying to stay as far away from that as possible. Like. (laughs) Stranger Things and Ninja Turtles just feel like two things that don't belong together at all. Like, I'm like, no, thank you. Like, one one of those properties is gonna suffer. <laughs> I promise you. So I don't, and I don't understand like who was like, oh, you know, it would be great. <laughs> like, I don't even understand who who puts it in their minds like those two things make sense together. But okay, I know I wouldn't. Mm-mm. It's a bad idea. And, you know, I, I haven't heard anything negative about it. I haven't heard anything positive about it. Yeah, you never heard anything about it yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, so I, I can't you say can't that it's good or bad. I, huh? I, I can laugh at that. As a shareholder, I can laugh at that. You can't laugh at that. <laughs> hey, I'm just, we're just speaking the truth. Honestly, that's all there is to it. So I'm just like, man, like, it's wild. It's wild. Like, it, it's a wild idea. And I don't know who greenlit it, but hey, if it sells, then great for them, but I, like I said, I like Ninja Turtles, I like Stranger Things, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> and that, like, that doesn't bode well. It's like chocolate and like... Pickle tamarindo. juice. Yeah, like, you like tamarindo, but you don't want it with your chocolate? Is that... Hey. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. Tiger crossover, Sonic TMNT crossover. See, it's a, another one. Nope. I I would see more like if it was a chaotic TMNT cover crossover. I think that might be able to work. Like I'm not sure how you bring those worlds together. But the TMNT with the Chaotix, I think Which? that could actually be really good. What's Chaotix again? Um, that is uh, the Alligator, SBO, uh, I can't remember, uh, Mighty, and Charmy B. Like, they're detective like, agency. I'm like, I, listen, I, I, Jay is saying things. And I think he, he's trying. I think he believes he's explaining something to me. All he's doing is further confusing me. Like, I'm just like, these are words that I'm like, I think it's a sentence, but it's not. I'm like, I don't know what Jay is trying to convey, what idea he's trying to convey. I, I Now I'm understanding that they might be names. I thought there was a nominee at the VMAs last night. <laughs> right. And like Charlie B, you know, friggin' uh, Cisco. Yeah. Then. <laughs> like Lil Dirk, 
<laughs> the chaotix are three, uh, sometimes four characters that have a detective agency. One's an alligator, can't think of his name off the top. Uh, one is Charmy B, is a bee. SBO is a chameleon ninja. And Mighty is an armadillo. Now, why is it SBO? SBO. E S P I O. SBO. Oh, SBO. Oh, I thought you were saying letters. No. Like, What's that stand for? SPO. I was no, like, okay, but that. his name is actually SBO. Yeah, yeah, in English it's SPO, but in Spanish it's SBO. Mm. Is, is he Spanish? No. No, it's a joke because when oh. you say squirt in Spanish, you say squirt, or if you sprite, sprite. Oh. You have, listen, to, have been, you have to have been there. I listen. I don't. I don't I'm delve in that. I was not English fucking me up, man. <laughs> listen, look, I don't delve into that lane of racism. I, was, I don't know what to, <laughs> to tell you. I don't. I apologize. I. I, I, I yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm ruining the joke. You're right. We do need Oz. <laughs> Oz would have totally been down with that level of racism. <laughs> I was, or, or I guess not racist well, he when he laughs at it. He would have said it and he would have said it and then you would have had the same reaction, but then I could be like, ah, oh, you fucking idiots, let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there it is. You're right. Look, good job, Mo. You brought it back. <laughs> you played both roles. Dang. Mo's doing double duty. Yeah. Jay. Make a note. We got a freaking double Mo's pay because you're doing two roles today. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, so why do these animal things and the Ninja Turtles go well together then, Jay? Uh, they're detectives, and one of them is a ninja. Mm. So if you put that together with more ninjas who, like, search for crime... Like I think that could work, and they're all anthropomorphic. They all they are all anthropomorphic. Okay, cool. I mean, listen, anthropomorphic isn't necessarily a guarantee that it goes well, but I think it, it is a helpful thing. But like uh, armadillo fighting like Bebop or Rocksteady, like that's tight. Yeah, I listen. Just just the Ninja Turtles fighting an armadillo. I would be interested in. No, but they're all good. They, well, fight but they can have. Listen, it it it's comics, man. They're gonna have the disagreement at first. No, then no, they no. realize. No, never mind. Let's not do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's not do. Mo's Mo like, we will be down this rabbit hole, and we'll be like, oh, okay, we got to review these two things. <laughs> we got we got fifteen minutes left to review these two. <laughs> We did a whole dissertation on why freaking yeah. uh, like we're going for our PhDs over here. Robotics, what is it called? Chaotic. That's that's what I said, right? Chaotics and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> why are they called chaotics? Um, that was just I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it's the name of the game they premiered in Knuckles Chaotics. Where that was a game. Oh, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog thing. Yeah, for 
the 32X, they had Knuckles Chaotix, where he Knuckles was tethered to one of these four characters. And the mechanic was you would could springboard off of them to get higher and faster. Mm. Damn. Okay. Actually, I mean, a pretty fun game. And the music is actually amazing. Like for those early Sonic games, I think this uh, that one did have the best music. Okay. Wow, there it is. I was like, I didn't know what we were talking about. I'm like, oh. yeah, okay. No, by the time the 32X came out, you were like completely off of Sega. Yeah, he had lost his and everything. <laughs> it wasn't off of Sega. Like honestly, it was just. Like I honestly, I feel like at but at that point, we probably weren't like maybe were we not living next door to each other? I'm not sure. Yeah, because yeah, because I feel like that is probably more what it was than anything. Because it's not like I was like, oh, I don't mess with Sega. Like I, I just you know, when growing up, I only could I only could get one gaming system, and so I got Nintendo systems. Because that's what I liked most. And since I could only get one, I'm like, okay, let me go with the brand that I, I can trust. Like I didn't get like my first Xbox until like I was I was an adult. And that was like the first like other system I got. And I got that to play like Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> so that was the only reason I got an Xbox. Like I was like, okay. I need to play that game. <laughs> you know, that was it. So, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Okay. I guess we should should move on and talk about... Uh, oh, we could just make sure, like, Tire Claw's okay. Like, is there anything else he has to say that we should mention before we get to the comics? No. Uh, he, he's accusing one of us of being into anthro comics and furry stuff. Oh, that's definitely Joe. Yeah, I love furry stuff. I do yeah. too. Like, like just okay, okay. the new Tiny Toons uh, reboot. Wait, which what? doesn't suck as much as I thought it would. Oh, you said new, new Tiny Toons. Yeah. Okay. Thought you said nude, and I was like Joe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, that is an inside conversation. That is not an outside conversation, huh? What's up, the brother and sister now? Like that's wrong. It's it's wrong whether they're related or not, Joe. Just <laughs> so, just for the record, like just across the board. So I'm just saying, like I was like taking, I was like, what is Jake talking about right here? This is, but I misheard. That's my bad. The look, the look on your face of relief <laughs> when you're like, I heard wrong. When you realize, yes. this. I was like, oh, she, I like Jake. I wish I could, re I wish I could re rewind reality. <laughs> I mean, you can watch it again on the show. No. <laughs> like you can, you can, you can live, relive it. I barely want to watch the first one. Damn, there it is. There okay. it is. Again, I miss Oz. <laughs> right. I'm channeling. Okay. Oz. I'm doing like a medium thing, and he's speaking through. <laughs> Although with him, uh... large, but yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's get let's get to Kanker. Kankor. 
Cancor. I, it's Cancor, isn't it? No. Review. Like review. Well, not not like that, but like. Moses, do us the pleasure, friend. Talk, talk to us. Tell, tell the audience what. Uh oh, Jay's like, I'm out. <laughs> tell, tell the audience what. He knew I was gonna say to him. <laughs> <laughs> what is canker? Cancor. So, uh Cancor is uh, a comic that is like the brainchild. See now, Larry's leaving. Uh, of uh, Matt Allison. Here, let's zoom in on Larry just to make fun of him. Oh, see. Uh, <laughs> he's listening. Uh, oh, he sweats on his chair. Never mind. Get him out of here. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, yeah. So, it, it is. So, I, I can't tell you what it's about entirely because it's a very weird comic, psychedelically, logically speaking. And uh, you kind of just have to experience it, but I, I can tell you how I came upon it, and it was just looking at this cool art, and okay. I knew issues of it were out, and he was only selling them at the tables at conventions, and they, yeah, I think he did a Kickstarter once, but I was too late for it, and it, the issues were sold out, like, then there was never a collected, uh, volume of it like a trade paperback so i i tried to buy some issues and they sold out in the middle of me trying to get like a good set like i figured like if i can't get all all of it i, I want to at least get like one or two or a variant cover or something you know and in the process of that like the in between issues so i didn't i never ended up buying them and now about a couple weeks ago uh matt allison on his uh on his Instagram, which I don't even know what it is. Um, like, it's not like know, Matt, at Matt Allison. Well, in the comic, it's clearly Matthew Allison. <laughs> yeah, not Matt Allison. But uh, so that's a mistake. You know, you're looking for the wrong people if you look for Matt Allison. But um, he goes, but he goes be... by Matt sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's Cancor with two R's. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he uh, uh he does. Uh, I just found it like, oh man, he did a Fing Fang Foo. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> hey man, focus, focus, my bro, come back to us. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't see it because my dreamy lens. Um, but yeah, was it so, animated? Well, it was a video of like the other pieces. He's, yeah, he's yeah, growing got it. He's okay. the, the art. Um, but he, he his art is definitely heavily influenced by old school like 70s yeah. comics, kind of like the R. Crumb and kind yeah. of like Kirby <laughs> as well. Yeah, so it's Kirby. a mixture of those two. And the story so then, yeah, yeah uh, about two weeks ago he said, hey, for a limited time, anybody who wants it all digital, you can just send me this much money in the DMs and I'll send it to you, you know, mm -hmm. in the Dropbox link. And he did. 
that's how I got mm-hmm. it. And I, I was like, I'm not even going to try to get the physical because they always sell out too fast. Or at the, in this case, because they're all collected, it's expensive and it's a new edition of it. It's the first edition of it. And, you know, he's got to pay his rent. <laughs> so it costs him a lot to put it together because it's all independent. It's not through a, a major distribution or anything. Right. Um, so it's like, I can't really afford. I would want a big hardcover that can also double as my coffee table, but yeah. I'm not going to do that right now. So I just got the digital and then, yeah, and I finally got to read it. I, I've, I've been experiencing all these, these pieces of art on their own different panels and different things for like, at this point, I want to say maybe something like eight years yeah, <laughs> without any That's context, crazy. without any context. And I just love all of it. And mm-hmm. now when it's all put together in a story, I love it, but I have no idea what to think. Because because the story is so crazy. Like, it's just, it's like, the way that, the easiest way I can explain it is like him working as trying to be a comic book artist and the battle within his brain at the different parts of his psyche. So it's kind of like the movie Inside Out, but it's not refined and sanitized like Disney likes to do shit. This is hard and gritty and ugly. (laughs) <laughs> it's like Herman's yeah. on like if you choose to believe that that's what this comic is it's like Herman's head on like fucking meth but like dirty meth not good like breaking bad <laughs> meth it's like dirty like meth. and it's like fucking with him like the fact that he can't break in the comics and, and all that and, and but I, I loved every second of it and even though I have no idea what happened. Jay, why don't you hop in here, man? What What was your take? You read this book, right? What would you yeah, think? I wasn't really into it. Okay. Starts off kind of random. Mm-hmm. Also starts off kind of sensory. Sensory? How so? They censored the word fuck. Yeah. They do? He did it ironically, but yeah. Like I could have sworn that like I remember seeing the word like oh maybe it wasn't fucked, it was fucking. Yeah, fucking, but it's like pixelated. Oh, okay. It lets your mind do the work. Yeah, like I I saw the word. (laughs) Like I did but then my eyes are my eyes, so (laughs) right. And I don't know. From the first title page, I knew it kind of wasn't going to be for me. And it wasn't. What What was it, what was it about the title page that made you like, like that set that tone right from the beginning for you? It was like something like the way it was written and what it was. It was like something Van Halen versus The Clash. Oh, right. And I was like, oh, this this is not for me. <laughs> you're not a Van Halen fan? Or the Clash fan. I don't know any songs by Van Halen. Oh, that's and not I know true. one Clash song. And a dude I that loves Pe- like, like, like Jay, 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 you love Clear Pepsi. What? You used to love Clear Pepsi, right? I don't know if I loved it. Like, I drank it. Did you remember the commercial? 
Because that was a Van Halen song. Oh. Like, I'm sure I've heard Van Halen songs. I just don't know them. But, yeah. And so it starts off kind of random, like, not exactly Axe Cop random, but <laughs> it's still pretty random. And I don't know, it just kind of became like white noise for my eyes. Um, <laughs> and I'm reading, and then I got to the squirrel, which was super cute, and I love that squirrel. And then it was like back to the white noise. And then the book was over. And I was like, at least I got a cute squirrel pick out of it. The squirrels. I'm trying yeah. to remember if I, I don't, I don't remember the squirrels. It was from the dream. Mm -hmm. It was like a four panel thing. And it says for, uh, something about it being from a dream. Oh and yeah, yeah. The squirrel that bit the guy's the finger. The guy's finger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I love that. That was like the point where you're like, oh wow, this this got good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a web comic in the middle. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, that's too funny, man. I love you, Jay. <laughs> I will say I did not enjoy the art. The art was unpleasant to look at. Wow, uh, you didn't like it at all? No parts of it? Hold on. Um, I can appreciate the times where it got intricate. Mm -hmm. Like, there's one point where the guy's part of his arm is missing and you see inside. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's, like, pretty good. Like, the detail in it. And, uh... You know, impressive too, because it's probably just one guy. Like I know in mm -hmm. Japan, they have like people help them do that. Like uh, Masamune Shiro, his stuff is like super detailed, complex, but he's got people helping him. Mm -hmm. So doing that on is like impressive. But yeah, I don't know. I, the art wasn't really doing it for me at first and then it just became white noise until the squirrel and then white noise again so so is there anything that you could say like pull from it for you that you're like okay this the narrative of this comic was this um now, at one point, he kicked the face. Mm -hmm. That was the narrative, right? <laughs> he kicked the face? Yeah. I don't know. It, it felt, you know what this reminded me of? Mm -mm. It reminded me of Super Jail, which. What's, what's Super Jail? It's this cartoon, and it's about a prison, a futuristic prison, but. It's all just kind of just random shit happening really quickly, one after another. And it's like, yeah, that, that's what the book is kind of like to me. It's like just random stuff happening. 
And I know at one point he becomes like a clone or like a separate part of him, like Clayface does. Yeah, this is and, so uh, yeah, and uh, it's like I would like to see this animated, so I don't have to work as hard to congest it. I I do really it would be better. Like, I really wish you guys had seen Super Jail, because if you could imagine that, but Cancor, like I think you guys would agree that would be a really good match. And that's where, like, when I think of the randomness of this, it kind of, I don't want to say, like, I did feel, like, the Adventure Time vibes, but Adventure Time's narrative is a little more linear and clear, you know? So there is a, a beginning, middle, and end. Here, it's like, I had to check at what page count I'm at to see where I'm at in the story, because it is very random, and it's, it's really just like the jumble. Like, I really feel like it's really just the jumble. He managed to bring out the jumble in his head when he's trying to make work on comics or, or work on something creative. That's And this, it became <laughs> that work, but this isn't the work. Like, he was probably working on different things while he had, because I, I think they, at some point, they were kind of like web comics or something uh, like that. But, um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's definitely like I I love the art. Like when it gets simple, it's good. <laughs> like I feel like the way he does like the the face indentations on the masks are really good, and the character designs like uh, they're all clones of each other technically. So it's it's not it, you know it's he shows his influences of the comics he liked, and but he when it gets intricate, I'm like, whoa, you know, but there's still like, the story is still lost. I was like, yeah, this could be intricate. Like, this is a cool, intricate ass splash page, but what's the story, you know? And mm -hmm. so I, I definitely feel like it was, you know, maybe something therapeutic for him. I don't know. We're along for the ride, you know, and it kind of like, it's weird because in my uh, digital library of, of digital comics that i have that i buy through kickstarter or whatever it's right next to covid cop <laughs> so it's a similar color palette and a, a similar art style in the terms of like the way they do the cross hatching and the shading and the color separations and stuff so looking at those two side by side i'm like man and and you know and it's again it's too it reminded me of that comic in the sense that it's it's also what somebody's feeling in that moment and they just managed to whatever chaos is in their brain to put it onto a page and and tie some story to it like i, I was more interested in the story of the black and white story of him <laughs> trying to sell comics or going to the concert and getting beating up you know like so that that like felt like okay and in the end it that didn't go anywhere necessarily you know so it it, it just it, it showed us what they wanted to us to see and then intertwined the cancor stuff too which i'm all for like that in a weird way it's almost like the never-ending story <laughs> you know like the kids facing some shit in real life and then seeing the shit in this fantastical world but it wasn't as clear uh both storylines 
weren't as clear in this book as like never in the story. Nevertheless, I still I still enjoyed it for what it is. Uh and, and it's definitely like me liking this art for so long forced me to enjoy it in the sense like okay, I could just look at it. I don't have to read if the story did it. I still like watching everything in the order that it's presented. Cause I, I watched it right, you know, when they do Instagram posts, they just do random art for whatever you know mm-hmm. so watching it in an order uh added some added up more appreciation to the art for me so um but it definitely is a weird story i wish larry would like hurry up and wipe his ass or whatever and get back yeah. to his chair to say what he has to say about it but I while we say, <laughs> i did enjoy this more than covid cop um i was actually thinking about that as i was reading like it does have that same kind of chaotic feel to it but this is a little less focused which allows it to become white noise whereas covid cop you're like aware of it like for the entire time you're reading yeah and uh for better or worse in my case worse um and yeah cancor doesn't do that so I did appreciate that. Everything come out all right, Larry? You, you yeah, apologies, up. fellas. I'm good. I'm good. Everything's everything's handled. I am <laughs> back. I like. I apologize for for missing the takes. Yeah. But you know, you y'all can fill me in. I, I based on oh, what was Burr says? Yeah. What's up, FF? What up, Burr? Good to see. You. He wanted to be. Um, a- the third member since you were out on the first <laughs> like let me take let me take Mary Young's spot. <laughs> you don't need that. I agree. Um so like like I said, I didn't get to hear the full uh you know the like I heard both of your both of your initial initial takes. Um I feel like my my thoughts kind of fall somewhere in between the two of yours um, in the sense that I definitely was with Jay in that the initial, like I started reading this joint and I'm just like, what is this? (laughs) You know, now don't get me wrong. It does start off with uh, Derek H says, sup FF. What up Derek H? Um, Definitely with uh, (laughs) a Give me the reins. Look, I'm sure would be a phenomenal host of Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, I saw like Van Halen versus The Clash, and I was like, "Huh, okay." Like, let let's see where we're gonna go with this. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, by no means do I feel like I'm necessarily any kind of huge fan of of either one of the groups, but I have more than enough respect for both of them. You know, because you know they're both good good rock groups um but i was just like okay where are we gonna like where are we gonna go with this like what's the what's the deal and yeah the the initial outset of this joint is just very random and i was just like i don't know what's going on like i don't know what like and and i'm sitting here listening like like reading and watching what's happening and i'm like Am I missing something? 
And I'm I'm definitely like kind of feeling like, you know, like, is there something happening here that I'm just not attuning to? And I think the answer to that was no. Uh, uh, or maybe, maybe, maybe. I guess the answer is maybe. I don't know for certain. But what I can say is, at a certain point, it all clicked in. <laughs> Where I was like, oh, I understand more so like what this is now. And I, it's, it's even hard to say like there's a particular spot. It was just more so like, as I was reading... I kind of understood the language of the artist more, you know what I'm saying? Like of the of the creator, I should say, because I mean he's writing and and doing the art, and it's like and almost he, like, he even quit at his own editor. At, he, <laughs> at he quit point. as his own editor. Yeah, yeah, at one point, there's all it is is narrative from the editor, like oh, his, right. <laughs> but it's him quitting himself, right? <laughs> He's like, this guy's terrible to work with. <laughs> right. Like, and and that's what I'm saying. Where like the job board and unions and shit. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's funny because it's just like I think it was just time to kind of get into the head of of Allison a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It is Matt Allison, right? Matt or Matthew Allison, right? Yeah, Matthew, Matt. Yeah. Um, like getting into his head more. And also too, like, there was like little footnotes in like these some of a couple of the initial issues where he had like um little band, not a little band, but yeah, like it had songs, like you know, like yeah. song and and the first it had song lyrics, actually. It had song lyrics. And so um the first the first group i was just like i don't know i don't know what that is or who that is and so i was like well let me play it and so i did and i played it and was reading and i felt like that helped me understand a little bit too more so like oh, where he might be coming from like you know like i did that for two like two of the issues basically because yeah. It had like there was a second, there was like two songs. Then the third thing you saw was like actually a quote from a book, which yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I was I was familiar, I was familiar with the book. And so I was like, oh, okay, like you know. And it's 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 interesting because it definitely is like almost like little snapshots into his mind and how it works and his like it's almost like taking like your id and putting it into comic form. Yeah. And that that's kind of what I was telling Jay while you were um blasting you're having your own Cuban missile crisis. Uh but <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. But uh but that's kind of what I told Jay where it's like it really just feels like uh, whatever he was working on. I don't know what he was working on, but then he made this comic while he was working on something else for like Marvel or something, you know, and, and his insecurities and everything, just that mm -hmm. page is that in that moment. And then he just added to the, the next time it happened, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, 
it's really interesting you know, because they break it down like the 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 whole thing is broken down into chapters mm-hmm. but and then it's parts <laughs> so it's like yeah you don't know which issue like is the end yeah. of the part is the end of the issue like mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it's almost like watching um well there's other I, I gave Jay examples like like uh adventure time or uh uh, you know, I didn't tell him that, but I'll tell him now that he's back after having his own missile crisis. Uh, uh, doing the uh, like Mulholland Drive or like one of these David Lynch movies, like Eraserhead. It's it's like one of these things. So uh, appreciating these in other art mediums right. allows me to be open to this. <laughs> you know, I know Jay Definitely. didn't Eraserhead, but I, I'm gonna like he. I know you didn't watch Eraserhead. No, but you think we're gonna go see Baby Metal in October, but really, I'm just kidnapping you and putting you in a storage locker and making you watch Eraserhead three times. (laughs) I know it made a list, and I was like, oh, maybe I should watch it. You should. Anybody, like, honestly, if you watch it, you'll have a different appreciation for this. You'll have a different appreciation for COVID Cop. You have, yeah, a lot, a lot of different things. Like even Lost, like you'll you'll enjoy Lost better <laughs> if you watch like Eraserhead or Maholland Drive or even Blue Velvet and Twin Peaks. I want to see, like I want to see Blue Velvet. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a masterpiece. Like, yeah, that that's it, easy. There's I mean, so many good parodies of it mm-hmm. that I just want to see the source material. Yeah, yeah, no, Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet is a solid movie. Like even as in terms of randomness and weirdness, like for a David Lynch movie, like that is uh that is one that is the most accessible, I think, of his movies. Like I mean, maybe the Elephant Man, I guess that's the most accessible one, but that's just you know, he's doing a biopic on somebody. So it's you know. But he does do it his way. Don't get me wrong. Like it's still a David Lynch movie through and through. But it, it, it uh, I think Vel- Blue Velvet is the easiest one to to enjoy uh, of David Lynch's movies. I I did hear Jay say how you know he made the comparison between Kenkor here and and COVID Cop and how you were saying. You enjoyed COVID Cop like less, um, mm-hmm. and and I can agree with that. Like I feel like like this like this was better than COVID Cop by far, and um, uh, which you know I didn't say that Jay said that. I'm saying that. I don't I don't want to put words in your mouth, Jay. I know you say you liked it more. I liked it more too, but I feel like I liked it much more just because, like I said, I almost felt like. It was almost, it's almost like poetry, you know, where it's kind of like, it's not meant to be taken literally, but it's trying to convey something. Like mm-hmm. it's trying to convey an idea and trying to evoke an emotion and it feels intentional. And it's like, you know, it's like a, a commentary on the comic book industry. It's a commentary on like characters. Cause you have like, you know, like, your Batman archetypes that show up here and there, and you have your like Wolverine kind of uh, thing, and you know, it's like your your Swamp things, and like this, there's, there's like a lot of characters that if you're a comic book fan, you'll you would know that they're like he's alluding to those characters, you know, 
and, and it's also like on on top of that, it's like him dealing with, with all these like what what are you gonna create that's new? You know, like, yeah, you right. Know? And the pain that comes from not being able to, like, yeah, no, no, nobody, nobody talks about writer's block when they come if they're doing a writer's panel. You know, like Bendis says, just keep writing. You know, and right. And so nobody <laughs> says it's like it's yeah. actually torture, <laughs> or you know, yeah. Like, I don't know if anybody feels it's torture. He feels it's torture. I feel it's yeah. torture. <laughs> so yeah. I can't shoot these fucking YouTube videos. Cause I got the like, fucking brains in the knot, you know. Yeah, and it's like, uh, so it, it, it's excruciating. Yeah, and and it's interesting because what I can say is the process, like you know, the what the work did. Like, say for instance, just going back, and I, you know, I, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to dunk on 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 COVID cop here, but just yeah. going back to COVID cop, right? When I was reading and finished COVID cop. I didn't care to know anything more about the person that made it. <laughs> you know, I wasn't like, damn, why did why was this like this? Never once thought, you know, I literally, after I finished reading this, I was like, dude, who is this guy? Like, why is he, why did he make this like this? And I went and, you know, learned a little bit more about him. And, you know, it's like, yeah, like the dude, like, it, I know that what you're, you're what you're saying is right because I read an interview where he said it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I heard I heard a a podcast interview where he messed around and was like, you know, like the dude stopped doing art for a while because he was like, "What's in my head? I couldn't get it down on paper." And I would draw the same thing over and over and over, and it never got to the the thing in my head. Like the thing I saw in my head, it never translated to that on paper. And I'm just like, yeah, like this. I f I felt that in the book. You know what I'm saying? Where it was just like, this is like, like somebody that's just like, oh man, like, like I I just want to be as good as the people that who I like <laughs> you know like and not not able to see that in his own art you know like not being able to like look at his own art and be like my art and, and just be like yeah it's different but it's as good or it, it's worth it's like it's it's worthy of existing and I'm just like Man, like it's it's wild, man. It's wild. Like it made me it made me want to know the guy, the man. So yeah. I and think that's, that that's probably the biggest compliment I can pay it. And that's what made me like spring money for this. Like I've been following him for about eight years on Instagram and just mm -hmm. seeing snippets of these art, these characters mm -hmm. and, and and the different issues as they come out, and it's like I want everything. I think I, I want it as a sticker. I want a t-shirt. Like before even knowing any of the story, <laughs> you know, because mm -hmm. what you know, whatever you feel in reading the actual collected work, but when you look at these images on their own, they they hit, you know. Yeah, like their image something is striking. You know, it creates right. a reaction. Yeah. No, I I agree, and I know that he does. 
like um he he'll do uh commissions and stuff like that like you know i mean you showed like so or you know showed earlier some of the stuff he does so he'll he'll do like other characters and things like that and like the art is pretty striking because his style is unique yeah and he, it brings a different flavor to like characters that you might that you might already know and and enjoy but um it's really interesting because I, as far as I know, I like I don't know if, like, has he done any actual work outside of his own independent stuff? Because I, I, I don't think so, man. I don't I think, think so either. I think he's done, you know, maybe little mini comics or web comics here and there. But I, he is, uh, if you look at his page, like he's followed by a lot of different, like, actual, like mainstream artists like they, they yeah, were yeah. You know? and the reason i also wanted to talk about this too is because the last guy i didn't get to talk about died of fucking cancer so let me get oh, uh shit. let me bring him up before he you know it, like judging by this book he might kill himself or something oh, <laughs> but, but you never I know think, fuck it you yeah you never do know it's true but, but i want to celebrate him before and then right. run properly after you know and, yeah. and, but yeah, it definitely like he he is like on the convention circuit and stuff like that. He's known, and but I don't think he's ever done anything that I've seen or or even like maybe he did it and had to do it because that's another frustration like doing it the Marvel way or doing it the DC way, and editorial right. gets in your head or they'll 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 clean it up for you after the fact you know and take away mm-hmm. your signature like we've seen that happen so. Maybe he's done stuff like that, and that's part of where the frustration comes too. But yeah, nah. As far as I know, I don't think he's worked on anything mainstream. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, I I do know that based on what I read and what I've heard from him is like you know, like there was a point where he literally like just stopped doing art <laughs> and just like he was gonna throw all his stuff away. And his wife convinced him to like, you know, don't don't throw it away. Just like put it away. You know what I'm saying? Like put it all in a box and put it in the garage. And, you know, he put it, he like literally just stopped drawing, like, I guess, professionally, you know, for a number of years. Or I don't even know if it's professionally, but, you know, he just decided to stop drawing. And he, but he's apparently still had like sketchbooks and stuff like that that he did. And so I, I, you know, it's like, it's interesting because it does, it definitely is like, he kind of has a bit of the tortured artist kind of vibe, you know, but not in a pretentious way, like right. in a very, like in a very run of the mill, relatable kind of way. Yeah. It's like, you know, and like, let's maybe get the hero initiative involved kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know, like, because that's the thing, like, it sounded like, it's, it's not like he didn't have a job, um, you Come know, on. Like, like, if you're, if you're an artist, whatever job you have is not the job you want, <laughs> and that's true, and that's yeah. true, like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, you gotta be, like, I, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but you do gotta do, like, you gotta find a piece within your, like, mild-mannered day job person and your superhero persona as an artist right 
to be able you got to right. find that balance and that's that's i can only speak to that just judging how i have been doing things <laughs> with like mm-hmm. having creating a business to fund this shit you know right right you don't have to rely on other people to do it right. my way to do it how i like it and to help you guys flourish mm-hmm. and, and all that so mm-hmm. I, not artists don't have that mentality that i have because i'm more business minded than art minded mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so yeah i i can tell you from artists i know personally the job they have is not the job they want That's true. <laughs> ideally they That's don't want to have a job yeah right right yeah um it's it's like it's interesting just because like i i do feel like the 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 art itself definitely feels like the draw, but I do feel like the the narrative that eventually comes because I don't feel like the narrative was there from the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> but the narrative I, I that kind of really say what issue it comes right because it's like in between chapters. It kind, yeah, it develops. It kind of develops because I know like even with, like even the things where like you have the little like what feels like the little web comics in between. You know, or like the little, like, you know, the comic strips that happen in between, like the little interludes or whatever. Sometimes, which, you know, it's hard to call it an interlude because it all kind of feels like an interlude, you know. But um, even those at a certain point kind of feel like they come, they, they go together, you know. And I do know, again, because I was like, okay, uh like what like why is this guy writing this stuff like this like who is this guy like like a lot of that stuff is autobiographical you know like you know like i the one that comes to mind is the the one with the um the, the when he goes to the concert oh yeah and the guy hands him the flyer with with you know to come see his band and it has like his art on it and he's like, hey, you know, where'd you get this, you know, where'd you get this flyer made or whatever? He's like, oh, I'm a drummer or whatever. He's like, oh, that's my art. He's like, oh, I don't know. The drummer just comes up with the show. You know, it's like, I don't know what to tell you. And he's like, oh, okay. And, that, like, that actually happened. But yeah. and it was, like, one of these things where it's like, I guess he threw it out or something. And I guess the guy saw it and was like, that's awesome. And <laughs> took it and made it a flyer. Which, uh, you know, which is something that happens to him, I guess, semi-regularly because, like, he was, like, I, I, I read another story where he had a friend who did that, where his friend came over and, the, you know, I guess he was like, ah, man, he has garbage. You know, I'm just throwing all this away. And the friend took one of his paintings and took it home and framed it because he's like, well, you know, I was like, this is awesome. I'm not going to let him just throw this away. He yeah. kept it, and he did. He didn't tell him for years, and then he was like, "Hey, I want to show you something." <laughs> you like you threw this away. <laughs> I know. I, I have a, I have a, a baby, baby Doctor Strange that that Dante did from like fifteen mm. years ago <laughs> that I still have in storage because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let him throw this shit out. <laughs> Absolutely, and you're right. Like Dante is definitely that kind of dude too, where he just sometimes yeah. just draw something. He's like, "Ah, oh, it's not good enough." And it's like my guy so much better than 90% of the people that are out here trying to do what you're doing. <laughs> I, know sometimes, like, I agree it's not good enough, but it's not bad. 
And it's like, oh, yeah. you, you look at like a Greg Land and it's like, you know, like this is, this is, he doesn't throw things away. He recycles them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's like one man's trash. <laughs> yeah. so it, it's like literally, like you just sell your garbage to him, and everybody will think, "Oh, he's he's turned a new leaf. He's fresh now." Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, but yeah, man, I I think you know this is definitely the kind of book where yeah, you kind of have to decide. Like I I will say this: I feel like it's best to go into this n- knowing what it is you're going to be experiencing to a degree or knowing like the kind of experience you might be having. I could totally understand, especially like, you know, Jay, if you're just like, someone just drops this on you, like, Hey, read this for the show. It's like, you kind of have to be in a particular zone (laughs) to, to really kind of appreciate a book like this. And it's a little bit better if you know what you're getting into. And even then you still might not like it because this is not the kind of, it's, it's not for everybody. It's, it's like it's somebody's diary, and you yeah, know who it is, you know, yeah, like you found it in the garbage and framed it, like, like <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I personally, I can, I can definitely say that, uh, you know, I, I'm glad I read it. I'm glad, I'm glad you proposed this mo because I, right. I, it's not the kind of thing I would have picked up on my own, and or even necessarily the kind of thing that. Even if somebody had told me about it, it would be like something that I'd be like, oh, okay, that sounds interesting, but I'll, you know, not you, you have to experience it to know what it is that you're actually missing. And it feels like something that I totally would have backburnered and maybe not gotten to soon as soon as I would have liked to, knowing what I know. Yeah, and uh I, I'm well, I'm glad you had that reaction. Jay, I, I'm glad you had your reaction because it's 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 not that like as soon because I hadn't read it when I suggested it to you guys. I just knew him from his art <laughs> with no kind of context or anything. And I'm like, well, you know, I bought this. It's time to do it. Like it was kind of Kickstarter thing. I can't make a video out of it on my own. Let me uh let's do it together. And uh I feel bad because you know, in pre-production, I was like, what are we gonna talk about first? Like Cancor. And I feel like he read it. He's like, I'm not making it tonight. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he's like, fuck this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, it, it, but, you know, it, in comics, you kind of have to just go through that experience sometimes to really know that you don't like it. Even if you don't like yeah. it or, or you do like it, you do have to go through that experience. So he's like, never mind. Oh, yeah. He probably didn't, like, I have all these ideations in my head of what he went through <laughs> looking at it, he's like oh, I'm not reading this and so I'm just not going to be on the show but that's funny you know. yeah anybody got anything else you want to say about Kanker before you rate it <laughs> Jay, Jay what would you rate Kanker my friend uh, I would give it a two it's not for me um, there is something there, though. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the art is intricate. A cool-ass squirrel. <laughs> um, but not for me. Fair. Moses Magnum, what would you rate Canker? I, I, would, uh, I would give it about a four. Um, 
the narrative is what it is, but this is what this is like watching, you know, I hear all these people that went to cinema school and film school and talk about the battleship Potemkin and the seventh seal and all this shit. And this is one of those things. Like if you want to have a master's in comics, you kind of have to read this too, you know, and and find some appreciation for it. So there's something there. Like, it's not for like, I hate battleship Potemkin. I love seven samurai. (laughs) I love one. The other one, the the one with the armies with the Kurosawa. I I can't think of it right now, but, but like that great films, Uh, but you know, would I rather watch Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. <laughs> but those are those are standards. Like, you don't get to Dumb and Dumber without... And this is one of those. Like, it's something that... If you want to draw comics, look, read this. <laughs> you know? Because it, it's the way it handles sequential art is an art in and of itself. You know, the way it handles character design just naming the characters on a theme <laughs> like it, it's super um kitschy you know yeah and it's like Definitely. that that's where like if you like like your adventure times and stuff this is something you might like but if you, you know you also gotta like like david lynch too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like you can't like uh, you gotta like uh surrealist expressionist films as well as adventure time to enjoy this so it's like for me, it's I like all those things, so it puts it at a four out of five. Yeah. If I was yeah. judging the on its own, it'd be a ten, but that's different. <laughs> ten out of five. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think I would give it a four as well. Like, and you know that that even surprises me <laughs> because because. I don't know. Like, it's just something about it. Like, it definitely is It's greater than the sum of its parts, and I feel like it's a... I don't know. Like, it, it, it took me on a journey, so... Well, even, like, yeah. the meta aspect, like, the comic book itself deals with that, <laughs> and then you researching the guy and learning about him like that, mm-hmm. it, it created a whole different experience. Comics don't do that. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Not not every comic does. I agree. Like very very few and and you know, it's it I honestly this is the kind of thing where it's interesting cuz I feel like you'll like this will happen in the comic form. And you know, I I don't know how much critical acclaim this book has gotten or or the his work has gotten. Um but I feel like this is the kind of thing like if this joint was like animated, people would be like in, in, in those circles, people would be talking about it. Like, it'd and, be a good know, midnight movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. You know, it would be the kind of thing that would be getting like all these like little animation awards, and people would be like, you know, oh, have you seen Kanker? Have you seen Kanker? You know what I'm saying? And and then Kankor. Uh, huh? Kankor. How do you know it's Kankor? Because he loves like the Fing Fang Foom and all these Kirby type monster characters where the onomatopoeia is the name and they usually are over enunciated. Okay. Kenkor. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, either way, like I just gotta feel like it'd be the kind of thing and you know where it would be winning awards and people would be like, maybe we should watch that. And then you know, like watch what? Three quarters three quarters of them would be like, I don't know what I don't know what I just watched. You know <laughs> you know yeah, it's like watching us that like Disney Salvador Dali movie. 
the animation that never came out, right? Have you ever seen that? Like, I don't, I'm not sure what we're talking about. Like, Disney if it never came out, then probably not. No, I mean, it came out on the internet eventually, but it was like a Salvador Dali movie, like based on his paintings that Disney did. And it's like, there's no real narrative to it, just a bunch of stuff. You know, Fantasia ended up becoming what they were trying to do with that. But, right. You know, and, you know, but it was more a more homogenized version of what they did with the Salvador Dali thing. Because that shit was yeah. fucking weird, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Sounds uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. Well, look. Now, now for a change of pace. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Number 63. Since we're on the theme of not knowing what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Jay, why don't you talk to us about Sonic the Hedgehog 63? Um, okay. <laughs> Jay, Jay, why do you why are you acting like you didn't know that this might be coming? <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the breakdown. Why? What why why what made you feel like I was gonna do it? Um just I, I like can if you like. Do no, do. do okay. No, you suggested it, Jay. You you do it. I had no, to do can. I had to do Cancor. You got to do. Uh, oh, Sonic. look, it's true. You did have to do Cancor. I was hoping they would get that too. <laughs> like turnabout's fair play, Jay. Sonic sixty three. Okay. Like, uh, so in the first story, the diamond cutters are basically going to start training. Uh, they have a new member named Duo who is infiltrating them and trying to start shit. And uh, he gets figured out pretty quick, but uh, there's no proof of his misdeeds. And our second story is just Blaze and Sonic hanging out, uh, sightseeing. The end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I guess. I guess that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> um. So, look, it's 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 interesting because. You know, you said um, you, you talked about the diamond cutters, and you know, this comic did have like a um, you know, like a story so far page that kind of recaps some things, mm -hmm. and it also had like the the character page. So you have like you know the little box with the picture of the character and their name, and kind of like what they're known for. Right. And and it did like the affiliation kind of thing. And it's so funny because you know, I did the you know, I read the <laughs> the you know story so far stuff. And I I liked it because it kind of did like little bits which I don't know if those are actual panels from previous comics, 
or if it was like something that was like drawn specifically for that just because i haven't been reading sonic so you know it it struck me as previous panels but i don't know because you know could have it could have not been you know um it didn't do a lot to help me (laughs) in regards to the story i was just kind of like i mean i'm getting these moments like i get it like you know but i was like okay this is like you know some tv shows are like that too where they're like previously on and they show you a lot of clips and it's like that was no narrative. That was just moments. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you you did not tell me not one thing about what this story, you know, what has happened up until this point, you know. And obviously, you know, some shows you can't do that. Other shows you can and you just choose not to. And sometimes, you know, I get it. Some shows are just like, hey, we want to give you these moments because these are the moments that are significant to what you're about to watch. And I get that sometimes, too. But I was just like, okay. This did not do that for me. And then so I'm reading the character thing, thinking like, okay, at the very least, I'm going to get like some names and some faces and maybe some like abilities or something, what makes it special. And it was funny because the first one was Sonic and it was like fast thing alive. And I'm like, okay, got it. <laughs> like, I'm familiar with Sonic. That Look, we're batting a thousand here. And then the second one, oh, I can't remember who was the second one, but it was like something... And then it said Diamond Cutter. It was like, you know, and each one's an animal. So a lot of them have animal names. So I'm like, okay, it's such as the animal. And, you know, one thing I've always had an issue with with Sonic is, you know, none, none of the animals look like what they're supposed to look like. Like, <laughs> like Sonic animals don't look like the animals. Are, they're super stylized. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sonic the Hedgehog doesn't really look like a hedgehog. Like, you know that it's a hedgehog because it's Sonic, but... If you if you had no idea what Sonic the Hedgehog was, you wouldn't look at Sonic and be like, "Oh, that's obviously a hedgehog, right?" But the other joint, this other person, I can't remember what the second one was, but it said Diamond Tango. Cutter. Tango the Lemur. There you go, Tango the Lemur, and it's like Diamond Cutter, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, Tango's a Diamond Cutter, got it." Then I saw the other one, and it was like such and such, and it's a Diamond Cutter, and I'm like, "Okay." And then the third one said diamond cut. And I'm like, why are all these animals jewelers? Like, what is happening? Like, I don't, like, it's so funny because I'm sitting here like, until I got to the bottom, I was like, okay, so this must be like a group. (laughs) But I'm like, someone could have told me that there was a group like that. That could have been in the previously on, right? Where it was like, like there's no mention of the group, but I'm like, okay, look, I'm smart enough to infer that Diamond Cutter is not a profession at this point. Once I got to the third one, I was like, okay, this must be a group. Why they called Diamond Cutters? I don't know. You know, like I don't know. Like I, I guess like there are like emeralds in Sonic, right? So I don't know if it's like a there's like a chaos. No, <laughs> see, Sonic, Sonic hasn't been MCUified yet, so no one has, no one has decided that. Yeah, you know, boys don't like emeralds. <laughs> we we gotta call them stones, <laughs> chaos stones. So, yeah, I yeah, don't. Man. I forgot why. Like, I forgot the reason for the original diamond cutters being named that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're a tribute group. Tribute to who? The Diamond Cutters. The original Diamond Cutters. 
Joe, who are the original diamond cutters? Uh, it was Whisper, Mimic. Jay. See, again, again, Jay, Jay is out here about to say a string of words that he believes is an explanation. <laughs> but he's like, you know, Whisper, Mimic, Bobo, uh, Too too Fast. <laughs> it's like, well, Basically, they were a mercenary group. Thank five chains. <laughs> five chains. <laughs> Little Slipknot. <laughs> it's like I was regular like, sleep. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? But it's a mercenary group. That's that's what I need to know. The Diamond Cutters are a mercenary group, and they're so. This isn't the original Diamond Cutters. They're a tribute to the originals. Right. Got it. Got it. So I, I did understand that. Okay, they're a group, and you know they're training for something. I don't know what, you know. General training to get better at the things they do. Yeah, but what are the things they do? Special squad. Like, they do infiltration. They do... (laughs) Infiltrate what, Jay? Uh, Like, they fight for freedom. But for what? From who? Eggman? Yeah. Okay. The last uh, joint was um, infiltrating one of his uh, cities that was reproducing uh, uncontrollably. Okay. Wait, does Burr have the actual information here? Is this- yeah, Burr has some information. I, I believe. I have faith in Burr. Where he okay. says, Sonic, Sonic agreed to help, asked if the team had a name, Tangle suggested Diamond Cutters, and Landolin liked the idea. While Whisper glared at Tangle and looked angry for Tangle using that name. Yeah, Whisper is was part of the original Diamond Cutters team, and they ended badly. And so she was kind of upset that Tangle used her old team's name. And why didn't Whisper just just you know say something in the moment? Whisper like nah. <laughs> Well, Whisper is more reserved. She calls things close to the vest. Mm. So eventually she does. Right. (laughs) And why she always whispers. I did notice that. Right. But yeah, eventually she does like ask her what's up with that. And uh, they sort it out. And the name stays. Okay. Yeah. Um. It was interesting because I know that my experience too. I was reading, and I'm like, "Is this a Sonic the Hedgehog book?" With no Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> you know, which they have which a I, really huge extended cast, and they're the, not afraid. Apparently, to yeah. And, and luckily, there was the backup story, and I was like, "Oh, there's Sonic," <laughs> but I'm like, "Sonic is on vacation." <laughs> like, Sonic's like, "Hey, man, I don't know what y'all talking about or what y'all trying to do with all this training and stuff, but me and and Homegirl, we about to go see the sights." They did and- just do the self-replicating city. 
they they left a self-replicating city they beat a self-replicating oh, city oh jeez that sounds so terrible. sonic just wants to chill you know got it the diamond cutters they need to they want to be prepared in case they need to do something again um but sonic you know him he's he wants to chill he'll fight when he needs to fight chill when he has the chance to chill yeah now moses what was your experience with sonic the hedgehog 63 like how how, how were you well, feeling about it initially I, so jay we when jay suggested it we're like well is this like a good jumping out point he's like well it's in between arcs and uh, I, it, it could be in between arcs, um, but I, I, you know, I thought I had no idea what was going on with Cancor. I had no idea what was going on here, even with the like previously on. Like, I real like I got annoyed at that previously on page because the paneling is all weird. But yeah, I'm, like, okay, one, one, I'm like, okay, okay, it's just a stylized paneling. I'll put up with that right here. Luckily, being a shareholder of uh, IDW, I did get my hands from one to sixty-four. Uh, okay. To, so, but but I I didn't go back yet and read them, but I, I have the option to. But yeah, that, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like, and so I read them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. I had no idea what the diamond cutter was, who they were, and like the only diamond cutter I know is Diamond Dollars Page's finishing move, you know. So it, it, that that's it. Like I, I don't know nothing else about it, and uh, it, you know, I I knew Whisper Whispers. I I figured that out. Um, so I I like those characters, but I'm like, you know, trying to read a Sonic book. Yeah. So do you go. know those characters? I don't know any. No, of those no, no. Characters. I enjoyed them in the moment. Like once oh, I got gotcha. past that weird paneling, I was able to enjoy what they were or appreciate what they're going through and everything right now in this in this in between issue. Uh so it was actually like okay, like you know, I, I if I was a, a bigger Sonic fan and knew mm -hmm. more about this, like I'm sure this would probably hit better. And then I just got to the, the backup story, which was the Sonic story. And that story had like way more character development in it through converse. Like it's almost like two different people wrote it, which that's probably the case, right? That's what happened. Like two people wrote it. <laughs> it might be, I don't know. Yeah. So um it, yeah, it's definitely better executed. Like if you're gonna do a short yeah. story and give us like what we need to know about those characters, like that backup did it and it's like as a shareholder i'm like idw man we need to talk about how you're handling these books like the, the other one should have been the backup at least for this issue i, I don't know what you guys yeah. like but but if this is the jumping on point this is what somebody suggested for me to read as a jumping on point or as a a point where i can come in not knowing too much yeah it, yeah that sonic needs to be at the beginning yeah I could definitely see that because you're right. Like there is definitely more, um, you know, you get a little bit more character moments in the second story than the first one. I, I everything I needed to know about Blaze, I learned in that those few right. panels. Right, know? and especially like if you're not familiar with that character at all, right. it was good to and and I do feel like panels, and I'm like I'm in. I, I want 
to see more of this? Why this? Why wasn't this a full issue? Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, I mean, obviously the the backup story has the benefit of only dealing with two characters versus the the initial story, which has like literally like six or seven people in it, right? But it's more but pages too. It it is more pages, I think. And it has that. the oh, it has the previously on too, and it doesn't do the job. Like <laughs> right. I, yeah. And I think I think you, that's the main thing where it's like it's more about the execution of it because you can have a shorter story with that many characters and you still focus in on two or three and you learn a, more about them. I, I feel like the only character we learned anything about um, in, in that first story was maybe maybe a duo, maybe. And even then, it's like we didn't learn much more about him than what they told us on the character page, right? Like <laughs> it's like this guy might be might be a, a double agent. And it was like, okay, we learned that. With so, a name like Duo. Right, exactly. Like they definitely telegraphed it, but it's okay. It's like that's Sonic, right? Like Sonic is fast. Knuckles is tough. <laughs> Tails has two. <laughs> you know, like I'm not. You know, I, I will say, uh, ironically enough, I know that my big takeaway was I wanted to know more about um, about Silver. And Silver is probably the other character you get a little bit of character development for. It is Silver, right? Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, I've, I've never heard of that character before. I'm assuming it's a character that got made up for the comic. I don't know. No, but he was in the games. Which ones? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> like I'm just saying. Like I mean, I didn't know Silver was in the games, but it must have been like some of the really like newer ones. I would assume. I don't like. I don't remember. Like I, I feel like the from a. Oh, he, he Burns says he was in the O six Sonic. Okay, so I I don't know which it's Sonic is the O six. Um. Huh? I know everyone talks shit about the 06 Sonic, but it can't be that bad. Why can't it? Because the main thing people talk about is irrelevant or inconsequential, dumb. What is it? Um, they don't like the Sonic and the. Uh, the princess, like, have a little romance thing going on. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, I grew up reading Frank Cho, so. Oh, is it, like, the princess is, like, human? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, like, we're not down with the bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> Right, is that which is not quite bestiality because it's it's anthropomorphic love or something, whatever. Right, like bestiality is supposed to protect. Like the reason right. that's wrong is because they can't consent. Right, but Sonic's down for it. Right, right. Um, but Silver, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that seems like an interesting character. Like you know, his psychic hedgehog, and. You know, he had like a little bit of characterization too, because he like was like 
kind of down on himself a little bit and trying to doubt. Like, you know, he was like, oh, people didn't back me up. <laughs> you know? But, uh, I was like, yeah. But I'm, I, I don't know who that character is. And I was like, I, you know, I was like, I, I didn't know that they had psychic, uh, psychic hedgehogs at that point. Um, he gets a so lot yeah, more I shine in the next issue. He's a lot more what? Shined. Oh, like, got you. Two stories are about him. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's cool. Like you know, but yeah, I know for me again, like I mentioned earlier, that I'm like more of a tangential kind of Sonic fan, and so like I feel like the last additional Hedgehog that I knew about was probably Shadow. Because Shadow comes after Robo Sonic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Mecha Shadow Sonic. is probably. Oh, is it Mecha? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mecha Sonic. <laughs> it's like Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I didn't know. Hmm? It's Metal Sonic, not Mecha. Oh, Metal. Okay. Either way. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how'd y'all feel about the art? Love it. Okay. There's both, versus there's both metal and mecha. Is that true? Are they, are they the same character or are they different characters? No, the metal different. is the more famous. Oh. So metal is the one I'm probably thinking about. What which one is Mecha Sonic? I wonder. He's another one, but he I guess he has different color scheme. Oh jeez. That's wild. Okay. But yeah, you love the art, huh, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I think that the, the art for Sonic has been pretty consistent for a while lately, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how about you, Mo? Can you repeat this question, please? Oh, well, how did you like the art? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the art was good. Like, yeah, like we say it's been consistent, but the covers always look good. Like, I know in this one they had the, mm -hmm. uh, what, the Scrapnik Island, like the, 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 that little event they had a, a, uh, ad for that. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I want to read that. Cause that cover looks so good. This cover looked good. They even had a they had a couple variants for sixty three that looked. They all look good. They're stylized, but they still look good. You know, so the art and then the interior art it was good too. So, I yeah. no complaints in the art. Like my biggest complaint was mainly the story, but it it's not even that much of a complaint. It's just my fault for not reading what came before. No, I mean yes and no, right? It's like. Like comics, I would, like I guess it de it depends on your philosophy on comics. I guess I would actually blame me for that. Like I, I was thinking, it, yeah, reading it, I'm like, you know what? This might not be that great. Of, like the issue before is actually a better jumping on point, yeah, than this issue, and that's my fault. Yeah, but either way, I mean, it's still a good experience. Like, it, it, well, it's an experience, and and as a shareholder, I like to know what these people are up to with my properties here. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Swap the backup to the main story for you know moving from seventy on, please. 
I know it's too late for the rest of the sixties, but from the seventies, yeah. If you read the what, if you read the issue before, it makes a lot more sense to have the story in the back. Okay. See, I, but yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mo. No, no, I I can see that, but it, it's you know, I wasn't tasked with reading that. <laughs> but uh, no, that was my fault. Yeah, yeah, but um, realistically, I mean, I did grab one through sixty-four because I'm like, you know, I, just in case I want to have access, I just didn't have time to go back and 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 do it because normally, like, if something feels wrong, I'm like. I don't want to judge this book like this. I want to read what's before. So I, I do try to do that. It's just time didn't let me. <laughs> you know what the messed up thing is? Like, there are some stories that come that are outside of those 64. Yeah. You still need to get the whole story. Oh, jeez. Wow. No. Why? Why? They are literally some of the best stories. Why don't they just cut the shit and make it into a manga? I don't know. Yeah, fucking but... IDW, man. We Jay, we need to storm the the boardroom <laughs> and be like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, come on! Like, we're trying to sell this shit like for our benefit." You know, I don't want to do negative. Like when we talked earlier about doing the IDW spotlight episode, it's like, yeah, no negative reviews, you know. But <laughs> but, but realistically, it's like. like they're leaving us no choice. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. we need to go to that board and be like, hey, man, what the fuck? Hubert? <laughs> you know? You said Hubert or Hubert? Hubert. Fucking oh. tighten that chain on these motherfuckers. What the fuck? Like, who's like, <laughs> do you guys even like comics? And then the board was all these financial guys, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. like, I know, right? Like, oh, it's like, that's why we're here, you cocksuckers. You know, <laughs> just take your shit right on the table. Wow, is that the solution? Succession. Is that how we get better comics? <laughs> like I go in there like the dude from Succession, just have a stroke right in the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> by stroke, I mean stroke in my cock. <laughs> oh, jeez, there it is. But Man. yeah, like uh, uh, bad guys and imposter syndrome aren't part of that 64, but they are like some of the best Sonic stories. So, so what they are, still what tie in though, movie? right? They tie yeah. into, they're part of the universe? Yeah. Yeah. Like Sonic isn't in Bad Guys, but I think, no, I don't think he's an imposter syndrome either, an imposter yeah. syndrome. <laughs> these, fools, these fools out here just using Sonic's name to sell books. They out here like, Come read Not, the next Sonic the Hedgehog adventure with no Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it's a, it's like extended universe for Star Wars. Like if they can do that with Sonic and make it good, as an IDW shareholder, I'm all in. I'm up for that. No, they were amazing. Like those two story arcs are amazing. I, I believe it. I guess I'm just saying, like if you're gonna, I, I don't mind using the Sonic the Hedgehog name. I'm just saying, like, do like a Sonic Tale Diamond Cutters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something like that so that I know that my book is about Diamond Cutters and not Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. But that's just me more like, hey, listen, 
I don't have a giant franchise, a multi-million dollar franchise that I get to push, and that might be why. Because I'm out here trying to be too honest. <laughs> like, try, trying to mess around. And, uh, like, don't want any kind of, uh, or, or don't have a problem with brand confusion. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Because if you just start putting diamond cutters, cats are going to be like, what is that, right? They're like, well, why do I want to read a book about animals that are jewelers? <laughs> and you're like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> just put Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Tiger Claw says, if you don't know who Silver is, he's a hedgehog from the future. I Oh, no. I know that much because I read the character descriptions. <laughs> and, and I know that he's psychic. Burt Bur says, uh, it used to be worse in the Archie days with Ken Penders. He did so much original stuff that was just out there and is all angry and bitter now that they move from it. And you know, some oh, yeah. of those were really good too. Like, that's like, I remember, I, dude, I remember that one cover with Shadow where it's like you're just looking over Shadow's shoulder and all the other characters are like in terror. Like, oh, it was so good. I think Mark Winlar wrote that book, but yeah, I believe Kim Penders was the guy that was doing Sonic Universe, mm -hmm. which was uh, mostly just stories in the Sonic Universe without Sonic. So <laughs> just doing like all kinds of extended universe stuff. Is series. Sonic the least interesting person in the Sonic the Hedgehog universe? Is that what I'm hearing? Like this is what I'm is what I'm hearing. Like other people are more interesting. I wouldn't say it like that. Um, like I mean, it's okay. Like it's like it's like think like think about Mickey. Like Mickey is definitely the least interesting person in like the Disney universe. Like everybody, Mickey is vanilla, and he's supposed to be vanilla. Is that what Sonic is? To like, is Sonic the Mickey? And it's like, cause like think about it. Like Donald Duck, Goofy, like. They, like, all these characters have more of a personality than Mickey does. Mickey's the face. Yeah, I don't... I don't even think... Yeah. I don't... I would say no. Okay. But... Sonic definitely has a personality. I know that. The way that Burr says it is... He says right here... Well, he's kind of like Superman, I guess. A little overpowered, just overpowered and straightforward. So that means that leaves room for anybody around him to be a little more interesting, you know, like when you have a, yeah, like in a Justice League, like, <laughs> you know, it's easy, you know, that is an argument like that I would say, but you know, these people don't know how to adapt Superman that way. <laughs> right. Right. So, so it's like, yeah, yeah, you say that, but it's not, um, sorry. It shouldn't uh, be that way. Yeah, no. Well, it's it, just but, how it might, how it might be, right? And with Superman, it's it's yeah. <laughs> he goes, ha ha, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 I guess that's a good way to to put it. Like, if he's the guy doing everything, um, you gotta uh, you know, you gotta spice up everybody around him. You know. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. So okay, that's that's interesting. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, I should say I like the art too. Like it fits the comic very well. Like you know, it's kind of hard to like it. That's what Sonic looks like. 
<laughs> and that's what people in the Sonic universe should look like. So, you know, I can't I can't knock it. And you know, it, it's one of these things too where, and I feel like it, like it's hard to get away from an art style at least somewhere in that vein because I feel like it doesn't translate to like well necessarily to other art styles. You know, like I don't know you. You don't get like if you had a, a realistic Sonic, it would be creepy, you know. Like yeah. oh, they try oh, not Sonic. They, they try to do that, and you know they put the kibosh on it. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. Movie. no, no, it's messed up. Like, no, you don't want that. Like, it's like any. any how, how, about like, had... how, about, how about that Sonic teaming up with the Michael Bay Turtles? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's what. That's what it is. That's what we need. Every everything just looks so like like really put putting the mutant in mutant right <laughs> putting everything look like a mutant for real like god golly you're like this is terrifying you, they should release that in October for Halloween <laughs> imagine the latex masks at like spirit oh. <laughs> there it is versus Jay loves <laughs> he does he does so all right anybody got anything else they want to say about Sonic before we rate it. Nah, uh, aside from you know, Jay, we need to storm that boardroom. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it right after yeah. the baby metal concert. Nice. <laughs> or I'll hopped up on mushrooms and all that. <laughs> because that's when IDW executives meet right right after baby metal concert. <laughs> so, like we need everyone there promptly at midnight. Well, if all you get it. <laughs> All you motherfuckers invested too. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, meet meet at the pizzeria just outside the baby metal concert. <laughs> There's no pizzeria. There's a cemetery. No, that that makes more sense then, right? Okay. What is the stock at anyway? Like, I haven't even paid attention to that. I could not tell you, Mo. Jay, uh, Sonic sixty three, huh? It's no, time to buy. Yeah, no, 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 no. I can't say you can't. No, no, no. I, I didn't say that. I don't oh. want the. I don't want the SEC on my ass. Uh oh, there it is. What would um, you rate Sonic sixty three, Jay? Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a little hard to look at it in a vacuum, just because you know when you're reading. Yeah, it all comes together, like. But uh, if I did, was looking at it in a vacuum, you don't have to do it in a vacuum. Oh, that's a five. Okay, well there you go. There it is. Like, like that's your take on your experience. Like you, I mean, if you want to talk about it in a vacuum, you can rate it different, but you don't have to. Like you know, I actually think it works in a vacuum too. Like. Yeah, like the first story is good. That gets your adventure up. The second story is uh, character development and shipping fuel. Um, <laughs> yeah, like what more can you ask for? Adventure and shipping fuel. Is that a is that like an actual like term of art? Shipping fuel. Um, yeah, it's a term. Like I know shipping is, 
I just never heard it like shipping with fuel. Like I like. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Like because. Okay, I just like that's interesting because at for a second again, I was almost like how I was with diamond cutters where I was like, shipping fuel. Like I don't remember any shipping fuel in that story. Like, <laughs> like, but then I was like, oh, he's talking about shipping. Got it. Right. <laughs> and fuel for shipping. Yes, that I get. So. Yeah, there's a scene with Blaze and Sonic holding hands. Yes, and she blushes. Yes. Like, is Blaze in the games too? Yeah, she's in the. Uh, That's crazy. I want to say she was in some of the Game Gear game, uh, Game Gear like, games. How many? How many characters? Like, so are all those characters that I read about in this comic? Are all those characters in a game? No. Um, okay. Tangle, Whisper, uh, Duo. They are original. Oh, and Lanolin. Mm -hmm. They are original, I believe. Okay. Uh, Burr says she was in Sonic Rush on the DS. Damn, Burr. Burr, I didn't know Burr was a Sonic fan like this. Or is Burr just uh, Googling? <laughs> Either way. Look, thank you, Burr. <laughs> um, Moses Magnum, what would you rate Sonic 63? IDW has been labeled the pink sheet and they won't let me invest more money. But uh but part of it is because of this issue. So yeah, this is a three for me. Yeah. <laughs> I blame Jay for this three. Uh I, I might have to do it with an asterisk and maybe come back if I get you know when I catch up or whatever. But but it, it wasn't an entirely unenjoyable book. Yeah. But I, I do need IDW to step up and make some of these books a little more accessible when they're in between arcs like this because <laughs> the stock's at 50 cents right now. <laughs> so, wow. so, Larry, you could even afford it, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'm going to become the president of IDW. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're welcome. I might take out a full, a full like house title loan just buy as much as I can <laughs> and really really put these motherfuckers like light a fire on these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah I, I don't need that like, we need to be doing better you know fuck <laughs> this skybound transformer shit we got Star Trek <laughs> we got Star Trek and Sonic <laughs> when's the new game coming out let's make right. companions with that shit there it is so first, the Sonic Rush was cool because it had a soundtrack by Hideki Naganuma, who did Jet Set Radio as well. Yeah, um, nice. Jet Set Radio was an amazing soundtrack. It yeah. was a good soundtrack. Like, I wish I could go back and play Sonic Rush, but I don't have a DS. You can get the music from it online. Uh, but I want to play it, too. I mean, you could get it. like, aren't they doing a switch, uh, a DS emulator at some point? Like, that's what we're banking on. Um, I ideally, I mean, they've brought virtual consoles for a lot of the other ones. Why not DS? Uh, Tiger Claw says you should check out China Sonic Frontiers. You may like the game. Um, I purchased that a while ago, but I don't have anything that will run it. 
Oh, you you did like Steam? Yeah. Got it. The Steam so Deck as would do it? A lap, as soon as I get a gaming laptop, I can play it. Get a Steam Deck. I, I I think right now they're on like they're on sale, like a fifty percent off thing. I have to double check if it's uh, if that one is Steam Deck certified, because not mm-hmm. every game is Steam Deck certified. Yeah, that sucks. I got to it play with one of them. I enjoy. Why don't they fucking fix that? Like, why don't they just let you play on your phone, like like cloud gaming for Xbox? Just call it a beta and call it a day. Listen, to that, I, I do have a Steam Deck. Yeah. They're trying, yeah. they're trying to keep stuff on PC. They're trying to keep PC alive. If they start letting you play stuff on the phone, they're like, we definitely, they're like, we're, we're killing Dude, PC my ourselves. Shit. Like, my phone stutters when I turn on Wordle. But that's your, that's your <laughs> phone. Like, you know, and don't get me wrong, my phone stutters with Snap. So, I, I <laughs> you know, but I have an old phone. Like, I actually need to get a new one. I'll, I'll, I was trying to go today and I wasn't able to. Yeah. Yeah. So real quick, uh, Sonic sixty three. I'm gonna give it a three as well. The end. <laughs> no so. asterisk, no nothing. Like yeah, it's a three. No, I mean I'm just like because like again, my philosophy on comics is you know I I really feel like every issue you should write it like it's somebody's first, and mm-hmm. it's not like to say obviously the the. Comics medium is a serial medium, so you're not gonna be able to like catch somebody up on every aspect of the story. But you know, even if I don't know the or have a good sense of like the bigger picture, I should be able to like hone in on what's happening in this issue and feel like okay, this issue is telling me this story. And uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know like that this story, like this issue, kind of does that, but it kind of does. It doesn't. It plays a little fast and loose for the first story. Like, I get it. Like, you know, they were training and there was an incident. I guess that's the story, but it's kind of like you need, like, you could have given me a little bit more context. Like, you could tell me what they're training for. I don't know. Jay, Jay told me. So now I know. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just like, eh. You yeah. Know, I'm just like, again, they could have given me that. Again, I will take the blame for that. Listen, you didn't write the book. <laughs> but, but 62 is a better jumping on point. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's literally like one bubble of dialogue. And there was room for it. Because it's not like the joint was like full of words. <laughs> you know, like it'd be different if you're like, hey, we had a lot of plot points we had to put in there. So we had to cut the fat. It's like, no, there's no cutting the fat. Like somebody just was like, they read last issue, right? <laughs> and it's like, what if I hadn't though? Like, I'm, and this is the thing where it's funny because I know like comics are different um, comic book collectors. Like, a, like it's something for me where like people are always shocked that I feel okay with just picking up a random issue of a book in between the middle of an arc. They're like, you can't just read and start in the middle of the arc. I'm like, well, why can't I? Like, that's how I came into comics. Like, I came, my first comic was literally like the the last issue of like a five issue arc. 
And it was literally just like a book I picked up off a shelf or off a spinner rack at 7-Eleven. So I'm just like, eh, it looks interesting. The cover captured my interest and they gave me a full story. And I was like, man, that was awesome. And I'm like, I want to know everything that led up to this. And I bought every issue of that art that led up to that. And then there was all the little asterisks in it that were like, if you want to know more about that, read, you know, refer back to this. And I started buying those issues. And then next thing you know, I'm like, you know what? I think I just buy this comic now. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. And every time they have X Factor, I've been buying X Factor ever since. <laughs> so just as a like I feel like comics comics today can do that. And they could do they can do it better because like like the whole I like when I think about it, it's like we didn't have previously on pages in comics back then. No. It was we all didn't have through, um either captions or dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and we didn't have I think we character. Did. Huh? I feel like we did. Like I remember nah, when I was reading Transformers, I would normally get a previously on. I mean, that that could be true, but I would venture to say that it might be like it might be Transformers later in the nineties, not what I'm talking about. Because mm. eventually it did come. And we eventually got like character pages and things like that too. But I'm just saying, like when I first started reading comics, that wasn't a standard practice. Like everything was literally just dialogue and asterisks, editor's notes, you know, <laughs> like literally saying, "Hey, if you want to know more about that, go buy this issue." <laughs> and guess what? I did. I went and bought that issue because I was like, "Oh," because the way they wrote it. It was intriguing enough. Like it was like, okay, they told me what I needed to know for the story that I'm reading, but it doesn't give me enough details to be like, you know, I'm like, what's the Ascani War? <laughs> you know, like I get that such and such got messed up in it, and that's why his face looks like that. But what was it actually? And then you know, and that's just like a random reference. Like that wasn't actually the reference, but you know. Right. It's something like that, where it's like, but if I wanted the full story, I knew where to go to get it. And if I didn't care, guess what? I don't care. <laughs> don't have to go buy that joint at all. I could I could just t decide, you know what? I don't need to know more. And sometimes I didn't, because you know, some things you're just like, ah. it's like, I don't know if I really need to know like why Toad changed his outfit. <laughs> but, you know, maybe next time. So. Okay. All right, Jen. Look, I guess it's about that time. There it is. Out of here on time when Oz isn't here. Look, imagine that. <laughs> Jay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh. oh, Burr. Random question. Have you guys read Goblin Slayer? I don't remember because the author of that is doing a manga featuring a few hollow live VTubers that's actually kind of funny called Yamato Fantasia. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Uh, I have not read Goblin Slayer. Have you all read Goblin Slayer? Uh, we didn't read it. 
Um, oh, I did watch the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the one where the goblins kept peeing on the girl, right? Yeah. That did it, happen. Like, that was Mo's takeaway. The link, the link he gave us is uh, <laughs> like, yeah, lol. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess it happened in the book. Too, huh? But the link he gave us is uh, a link that we can read it all for free. So. Nice. Uh, cool. No, look, it, he it, says, it's a. Uh, <laughs> this is less controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check uh, it out. It, How can I get yeah. this link? I can't copy. I can't. Oh. Uh, you can't. You can copy the whole thing, though, can't you? No, I don't have. Access. Oh, oh, and uh, put your it's it's just put it Yamato Fantasia into your search bar. Oh yeah, yeah. He says yeah on our Discord. You can do it. Perfect. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Put it in the I'll Discord. Thanks, Burr. I just please. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Jay. Why don't you give us some final thoughts, man? Um, if you haven't checked out our Fillmore special, check it out. It's good. I agree. Thanks for putting that up, Jay. Appreciate you. Oh, no problem. Yeah, I watched Mac- pretty uh, good stuff. <laughs> I had no idea what it was or that it existed. <laughs> and, but I, I I really enjoyed the the intercutting up to the animated series. Like while you guys are talking about it, that really like that's what I like to see on our channel. Yeah, nice. Shit. Like it then. I did on That'll my three on three of my accounts. Awesome! That's what I'm talking about. So we got three. About. So we got three likes. <laughs> You're hilarious. No, no, I liked it too. So that means at least four. Look, we gotta convince Oz to watch it. Oh, five! Woo! We're cooking with we're cooking with grease, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Most the final thoughts. As far as as my final thoughts, I just went online and bought uh, one of Matt Allison's uh, sketchbooks. So if you're a fan, I I know we didn't showcase his art as much as I would have liked because I didn't have time to pre-produce what I liked about the art for the review. Uh, but I'll show you some of his art right now yeah. uh, from his sketchbook. So this is uh, one of the things he's doing. And it, there's a, like a variant Secret Wars cover with Doom on it. And uh, you can take a look at that. And I don't, I, cool. guess I, I don't know who that other guy is. But it's like 64 pages of that style of art. And then there's another one that I want to share. Uh, as soon as I can see. Yeah. And so if you're like a fan of like Berserk, I think you did a, a homage to that here. Uh, so you can check that out. And then, if you follow him on Instagram, he did do, uh, he posted, he just posted right now, like, a work in progress, and he's trying uh, magic. So, uh, let me see if I can share that. 
that other picture looked like Cameron Hodge. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I don't know what it was. You know. <laughs> I'm just sharing. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's right now on his Instagram. He's oh, that's very cool. Working wow, on... See, that's like that's like a different like different style though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like his style taking on magic. And then you see, like, what he's using for reference there. I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. the New Mutants comics, and he printed out a bunch yeah. of stuff. The older stuff, so. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, he did a Judge Dredd that looks amazing, but you're going to have to go on our Discord for that. And, uh, Bam. I think I put it there. Um, and then his Fing Fang Foom, which I alluded to earlier, but you're going to have to follow him on Instagram for that. I'm not screenshotting that. I'm, I'm done screenshotting for the night. Uh, <laughs> aside from that, um, like, subscribe, hit the bell. Like, we got more stuff coming down the pike. Uh, you know, more concise reviews of the stuff we do live. Uh, that's one of the things we've been doing. And then we're still trying to work with my own insecurities to film more stuff. And yeah agreed look thank you so much for hanging out with us we do appreciate you we'll be back next week so until then we are the fantastic forum good night